So, Alan, did you get out there on Black Friday and <laughs> score some killer deals on toasters, a new washing machine? No, not at all. Pair of running shoes. No. You didn't get my Christmas no. present? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, you could have gotten a discount. <laughs> I Black Friday is one of my least favorite days of the year. Right? Because... As we talked a little about last week, like Thanksgiving is so hard to commercialize, but right on the heels of that. Boom. Boom. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. That's how they figured out how to do it. Oh my gosh. Like, so we have all these cardboard boxes in my house and I was, kept cutting up cardboard boxes and putting them in the recycling bin. And I was trying to figure out where is all this cardboard coming from? And I realized <laughs> it's Online ordering, yeah, right? I, I'm not into Black Friday, but I'm telling you, some of the online deals. Friends, welcome back to the <laughs> Ransomed Heart Podcast here in the week after Thanksgiving. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Alan, I know you had a house full. <laughs> we did, and it was wonderful. It was, it was really good. And now what we're trying to do is consciously slow down and not hit the gas, not hit the accelerator for, but Christmas is just a few weeks away and there's so much to do. And like, how do we, having come off Thanksgiving now, slow it down a little, not speed it up a little and savor what's coming in the next four weeks? Yeah. Um, friends, we got a really cool thing to tell you about. And and I guess it's kind of in the, I don't know, uh, it's not in the spirit of Cyber Monday, but um, every year at this time, we try and do something really generous at Ransomed Heart to our friends and allies and to, and to help you um, do something generous in, in your world. And so in years past, we've done things like 50% yep, off. Half off everything. Everything in, yeah. our, uh, in our online store. Right. Um, and that's like videos to books to anything. Yeah. And swords. Swords, yeah, right. And just done different things over the years. We've done some book giveaways and stuff. But this year, gang, we've got something really cool we want to tell you about. Um, something I think that's really beautiful, actually. You all know that we've released this um, beautiful message on hope called All Things New. And as I've just been taking in the news, um, like you have over the last several months, I'm like, oh my gosh, this hurting world, you know, from Las Vegas to Sutherland, Texas, and First Baptist, and the floodings and the fires and California and in Texas and just so much hurting in the world. And here's what we want to do. We're going to give away more than a thousand books. We're, gonna, we're just going to give them away. We're going to give away uh, 1,500 books to start with, and we need your help to do it. What, what we want to do is um, offer hope this holiday season. And so if you know someone who maybe did lose their house uh, in the fires in California or um, maybe lost a, a loved one uh, in some way this year, someone that you know is ready for a message of hope, we would love to give you a book to give them. And, and so working together, let's let's partner to give away a bunch of books um, of all things new to people who who really are in the place that need hope. And so we're going to tell you more about that at the end of the podcast, but just wanted to let you know we're really excited about this idea of give hope this holiday season, give hope, and, and we want to do as much as we can. And and maybe you'd love to be a part of that. Maybe you'd love to jump in and, and help us do that in, in some way or another. I got a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful email. Uh, we had a couple in our larger uh, fellowship who lost their first child 
you know, really tragic end of a of a very late pregnancy, and and it uh, broke their hearts, as as you can imagine. But what I wanted to read to you was uh, a note that I received from the young mother a couple months ago now. She said, I just wanted to thank you for writing All Things New. I can't tell you fully what it did for my heart because I don't even have the words yet, but I can tell you that I have a hope and peace that I haven't felt in many years. My faith had grown very dim, more so than I realized until I read about the hope of heaven and the kingdom in a way that I've never heard before. Suddenly, my desire for Jesus to really know him and to actually want to be with him came alive. I've been one of the many who guiltily wondered if the coming kingdom would be boring. We're going to sing holy, holy, holy for eternity, she asks. And then she goes on to say, and more than that, looked at Jesus with kind of a side glance, not trusting his goodness anymore. Was he really someone I wanted to spend eternity with? I plan to read it several more times and order several copies for family members and friends. We all need to hear that the coming kingdom is good and that this world with its seemingly unending pain will be redeemed. And then I love her salutations. She says, so thank you, truly, from the bottom of my hopeful heart. That's good. That is such a beautiful story in the midst of um, a lot of pain and, and a lot of loss yes. in the world. I was um, just flipping back through the news and saw that the number of houses lost in the California fires, you know, all the way up through the end of October was something like 5,000 homes destroyed. And then you had Harvey in South Texas, and they're saying that the number of homes either lost or damaged is more than 100,000. And, wow. and just all those people displaced yep. and all, all that you lose when you lose a home, you know, you, the things that are precious to you and the memories and just how hard it is to kind of put your life back together. Bart was actually in uh, Northern California a few weeks ago and and was uh, staying in a hotel there while he was getting some things done. And, and he said it was just really shocking to see the number of families living out of hotels right now hmm. and living off of, you know, had a pair of clothes, that's it, that they had picked up at Walmart, you know, because that's what they had to do. And just being displaced yes, and, and suffering loss. And Well, doesn't it feel like to the frequency of natural disasters, of um, just evil, like the shootings that yeah. have happened recently, all of that is intensifying and has intensified in the last year? I, I do. I do. Now, obviously, the world has seen hard times before and, you know, the world wars uh, of the 20th century were horrible. And, you know, you can go back to the Black Plague in Europe, killed uh, nearly a third of Europe. I don't want to overstate our times, but man, when you start adding into it earthquakes, you know, natural disasters and, and then terrorism, violence, yes, this has been a, a very intense time. And what we want to do is offer hope. We have such a hope to offer the world. Well, and John, in your book, All Things New, the daily reading just recently captured me so much. I mean, I've read the book several times, but I printed this out just so I'd have it in front of me. 
is a reminder. And this particular section says this, if you woke each morning and your heart leapt with hope, knowing the renewal of all things was just around the corner, might even come today, you would be one happy person. If you knew in every fiber of your being that nothing is lost, that everything will be restored to you, and then some, you would be armored against discouragement and despair. If your heart's imagination were filled with rich expectations of all the goodness coming to you, your confidence would be contagious, you would be unstoppable, revolutionary. And then you go on to say, friends, don't you let anyone or anything cheat you out of this hope. It is your spiritual lifeline. You have barely begun to take hold of it. Do not let anything diminish the beauty, power, and significance of this hope above all hopes. Jesus lived the way he did in this world, for this world, because his hope was set beyond this world. That is the secret of his life. And then this verse, study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish line in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. Hmm. That's Hebrews 12, 2 from Hmm. the message. You know, Alan, I believe that with all my heart, and it's meaning more to me every day. However, however, gang, something really fascinating has taken place uh, in our experience as we've tried to bring the message of, of the hope, the anchor of the soul hope, first just to the body of Christ and, and then through the body of Christ to the world. And the fascinating thing is people actually don't want to hear it. I mean, it's just stunning. Some of you know I did a, a number of Facebook Live uh, book study evenings. We did five all together through October and November, and we did some live Q&A, and uh, you can actually still find those on our Facebook page if you go on and, and check under videos. But fascinating during the Q&A that some of our dear friends, you all, uh, were, were posting some questions kind of centered around, I'm trying to talk to people about this. I've even offered them copies of the book and they're not interested. What do I say to that? And that is a tragic reality of human nature. And let me tell you why. We have created a culture of immediate gratification. Hmm. Like you don't have to wait for your coffee. You don't have to wait for anything anymore. Like think of how upset you are when your computer won't load your email in the morning when you first (laughs) click it on. Right, like, or like when you're trying to load a page and you're trying to get an answer to something and trying to Google something, and it, you get the rainbow wheel of death, you know, it's spinning there on your screen. And think of how frustrated you get with a 20 second oh, delay yeah. <laughs> on loading some unbelievable piece of information from halfway around the world. Right, we are so trained to get the answers now that. Alan, it's it's weird. Like people literally don't want to hear about hope because hope is about tomorrow. Hope is about the future. Hope is not about right now. And I want you to tell me the answer right now. Yeah. Like I want I I don't want to wait for goodness. I want it now. And we've seen that in that when people try to talk about hope, if it's not fix it the second then they move on to the next thing and the next thing and, and they'll listen for 30 seconds, but then they'll move on. And really what you're offering with All Things New and this message is it will address the immediate now, 
But the hope that is the anchor of our soul is far greater than that. So we have to have something that it causes us to look past this second. It's just amazing. How could something as beautiful and precious as hope, right? One of the three great forces of the Christian life. How could that become so diminished in the world? Hope is a very powerful thing. And, and you know, we've talked about it on previous podcasts. Like the, you do some of the research studies on hope. Hope improves academic performance. Hope improves your body's ability to recover from illness. Hope is a huge predictor in whether or not a marriage will survive hard times. Hope is literally a predictor of whether or not you can break out of poverty. Like hope is actually a very powerful force right now, right here, today, for Mm -hmm. you now. (laughs) You so now focused world. It actually is but you've got to have something that's an anchor for your soul. You have to have a hope that is so phenomenal and so unshakable. I was reading again this morning in the scriptures the number of times that Jesus uses the phrase, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And there's even a point where he's getting so exasperated with the religious community, he says, man, what is it with you people? He says, we played a a dirge, we played a a funeral um, mourning song for you and you would not mourn. We played a cheerful dancing song for you and you would not dance. He's like, there is just no satisfying you people. And that idea of having ears to hear, having eyes to see and ears to hear, hearts to receive. And the thing is, when you begin to experience loss, when you begin to experience tragedy, disappointment, heartbreak, chronic pain, suddenly you are all about hope. Suddenly you want to know. I got an email from a man this week who lost his young son in a motorcycle accident a few years ago, and he was just saying, hope's everything. So again, kind of our vision here this December is let's give hope to those who have ears to hear. Like there are people now who, who are in situations who are very, very ready. Yes. to hear this hope. And frankly, I don't think the world is, you know, and I, I don't think it's your uncle Eddie, uh, who's got the speedboat and the golf membership and, and who life's going great. He's just, you know, I know you've been trying to win him to Christ, but this isn't the book. Like that, right. like he doesn't have ears to hear, you know, but um, let me read a couple other emails that have come in recently. Uh, this one this week as well from a young man who's in a, he leads an outreach um, to troubled teenagers. And he says, today is the first day of vacation that I've been craving for a while. I ordered all things new and it's been sitting, waiting to be cracked open. But it was like my soul couldn't wait any longer because on this Mm -hmm. vacation day, first day of vacation, I woke without an alarm shortly after 5 a.m. with coffee and my comfy chair. I started vacation with chapter one of all things new. Halfway through this first chapter, I'm wiping tears from my eyes. This is the message my heart needs right now. I know this is the message my team needs because of our outreach to troubled teenagers. The leadership is the hardest thing I've ever done. So often it feels like pushing sand uphill. So thank you for giving me hope this morning. Like, like That's so good. Yeah, it's just huge. And John, what you're hearing from a lot of people is temporary relief just doesn't work 
when the tragedy or the crisis is big enough. Like we get to a point where we keep trying to numb ourselves. We keep trying to just find distraction or, or temporary relief. But the people you're describing, most of them, they're at a point where they realize, no, actually, I need a rescue. And what I love is, in all things new, it, it's about restoration. Mm. And, and you get restoration, mm. and you do get the rescue, and you do mm. get relief, but it's not temporary relief. Like, it's, it's the kind of sustaining relief and hope that only comes through Christ and the promises of, of all things being made new. It's so much better, honestly, than that third glass of wine or the mm-hmm. the second bar of chocolate, all of which I try, gang. I, <laughs> uh, C.S. Lewis said he came to Christianity because he tried everything else and it didn't work. Um, and I'm kind of like that myself. But So here's the vision. The vision is we would love to partner with you rather than just trying to kind of send books out into the world. They don't have ears to hear. What we want to do is you know someone. Uh, many of you do, who who has ears to hear. They have eyes to see and ears to hear right now. They're, they are in a situation where um, they would be very open to this stunning, stunning hope. And we're, we're personally sending books actually down to Sutherland, Texas, to First Baptist. We're, we're doing some initiatives on our own as well. But what we wanted to invite you into was to... Um, during this month, Alan, I guess only for the next couple of weeks for shipping Correct. purposes, right? Correct. Through December 20th. Okay. So you got to act now. Yeah. Um, what we want to do is put a free copy of All Things New in your hands to give to someone who needs hope. Right. And it's one one per person. Yep. Um, but you've come up with some credible discount that we can do more if folks want that. Yeah. If you know somebody you want to give it to, when you go into our store, we're allowing each person to give one copy, and all you do at checkout is type in the words, give hope. Give hope is the code, so put that in, you'll get that copy completely free, but then all the other copies are only $9.99, and normally the book retails for $24.99. So that's over 50% off. Yeah, that's awesome. So $10 books if you wanna yeah. give more away, and, and maybe some of you are in the place where you're saying, oh man, I wanna help Ransomed Heart give a bunch of books away. And so you could actually make a contribution to this. Um, you can donate online at Ransomed Heart anytime. And we'd love to partner with you. Um, this holiday, it just felt like what a beautiful time of year when when people who are hurting tend to feel they're hurt more than other times of year. You know, you're going to feel those losses. I know that this is a harder Christmas uh, for some dear friends of ours who have lost loved ones. And what a great time of year. What an awesome time of year to give hope. And so we're going to give we're gonna give more than a thousand books away. Um, and, and maybe with your help, we'll be able to give even more away. But what you do is just uh, get online on our Ransom Heart bookstore online and, and type in the code give hope. Um, there'll be some instructions online. You don't, you right. don't have to get all that right. straight. But And John, if people, like I, I can tell right now, there's a lot of people saying, I'm in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to partner with you. I'm going to give hope. That's great. But if you haven't read the book yet yourself, like if you're a little low on hope, I'd really encourage you, please don't don't just like give it to other people. But we want you to have that hope this year, this Christmas, going into the new year. So if you haven't read it yet, please pick it up. You'll love it. It's one of the most powerful books John's ever written. And the impact is huge. So check it out. If you haven't read it yet, do it for your own heart, too. Okay, let me let me read an email uh, that just came in. 
This is actually quite staggering because this is directly involved uh, with the Las Vegas massacre. Uh, this is from a dear ally uh, of Ransomed Heart, and they've been praying for us and, and praying for all things new. And, and here is what he says. I can't tell you how life-giving the message has been. My hope has grown in direct proportion to my increased desire for the kingdom. And my desire for the kingdom has grown in direct proportion to my increased understanding and appreciation for what the renewal of all things really means. So much fog has been lifted. The ironic part is that this increased hope has come during one of the toughest years in our lives. And then they go on to just recite, oh my gosh, they're oldest daughter and son-in-law, uh, finding out that their baby born with spina bifida, wife's mother dying unexpectedly, uh, the youngest daughter and son-in-law just getting back from their honeymoon and finding out that his dad has been put in hospice. And then this, that this man's wife's sister was shot the night of October 1st in Las Vegas. Now she survived. And then he finally says that uh, some dear friends telling us a week ago that their 15-year-old son's cancer came back. He was just shy of his five-year remission anniversary. And so he goes on to say, I'm picking up some copies myself, and one will go to my wife's sister for Christmas as she recovers from the shooting. Another copy will go to our dear friends whose son's cancer has returned. And I know that in time, Father God will show me who should receive the third copy. That's the vision gang that's that's the idea um this isn't just you know oh I, i've got some stocking stuffers uh thanks <laughs> ransomed heart right. um you know someone who needs hope and we'd love to just give it away let's just give it away we're putting 1500 copies as, as the first uh seed into that um and if you'd like to add to those books you can make a contribution online to help us do it but my goodness however we do it however we share it let's let's share hope uh, this holiday season we have this hope as an anchor for the soul. It is an unbreakable spiritual lifeline reaching right into the very presence of God. And then as Paul prayed for us, I want to pray for us out of Romans 15. He says, may the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace in believing, and that may your hearts overflow with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we pray that for ourselves, Jesus, and we pray it for the people we love, and just pray you'd put on our hearts, where can we offer hope this holiday season? Okay, gang, hope you catch the vision. Um, love to have you be a part of that. Um, bless you here on the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, we're all actually off to Australia to do a, a captivating event there in just a few days. So. Um, We'll be, we'll be back with you later. <laughs>